How did a road carved from nature that was once a simple footpath for the natives become such a huge ghost story? Rock Hollow Trail is now a popular spot for tourists interested in the paranormal, in the scary stories, and some just interested in a nice walk or bike ride through a creepy forest. But what we know today as Rock Hollow Trail at night is still closed and the stories still swirl around, scaring not only the tourists, but some of the people who live near it. Let's talk about the stories surrounding Rock Hollow Trail, or what's better known as the Zombie Road. Hey guys, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and welcome back. I missed all my friends. It's great to see everybody again. It's been a really hectic last month and a half for me, and it kind of sounds like everything's going to start slowing down, at least a little bit. So I'm really hoping that I can sit down and just bust out a good plan for the year. I actually have a full year planned for our Friday uploads, but I don't for our Sundays, and I've been trying to get around to doing that for the longest time. And I'm really excited because I definitely think now that everything's slowed down that I can sit down and make a definite plan. Things are a little easier when you have a plan for everything and you don't just kind of go with the flow with this kind of thing. So I'm excited that everything's gonna slow down and I'm excited to hopefully make a yearly plan for our Sunday uploads. But anyways, that's kind of all the updates that I have. My life's kind of boring, but that's why I have you guys, right? <laughs> and we can go ahead and jump into today's upload. As you heard from the beginning and the title of this upload, it's about the zombie road. Now, the zombie road has now been renamed to Rock Hollow Trail. This trail... I'm going to refer to it as Zombie Road through this because, let's be honest, that's a cooler name than Rock Hollow Trail, but it is located in Missouri. It is a trail that stretches 2.3 miles through the woods. The surroundings of this trail are beautiful. This is one of the reasons why so many people seek out this trail, despite its scary history. Like I said earlier, Zombie Road was originally carved out of the thick trees that surrounded it as just a dirt and gravel path. They would, as people started to use this path more and more and go on it, decide to pave it one day. When this path was officially carved out, because the natives would use it, but they would not make necessarily a path out of it. They would just follow the nature's path that was pre-made if that makes sense when they officially made this path and laid down the gravel it was actually used to access the railroads in that area throughout zombie road there are beautiful creeks and waterfalls you can see them from the trail the noises of those waterfalls just echo through everything this is one of the reasons why it is more of a popular hangout spot because it is just this beautiful trail that people love to be on. 
But even though it's beautiful, it's now booming with popularity, this trail has a very terrifying history. And we are unsure if this is necessarily fact or if because it was such a popular hangout spot, children in the 1950s began to spread rumors about this trail to try and keep others from it. Because this trail was actually abandoned when they stopped using it to go back and forth from those railroad tracks. And like I said, the children would use this as a very popular hangout spot. And because it was an abandoned gravel trail, the ghost stories started. These ghost stories are what would start to bring people into this trail and why this trail is now so popular and why it is paved to this day. The other thing about this road was that there was an area that they began to build a community resort in, in the mid-1940s. This project ran out of funding though, and they ended up moving out, leaving all of the homes and buildings that they had started to sit there alone and decay. There are still structures that you can see and probably explore to this day. People claim that if you do explore these abandoned areas in this old resort, you will see and hear a lot of ghosts walking around. And I briefly talked about that train track. This is now overgrown, unused, rusted, and it weaves in and out of the trees. Remember this train track because we will come back to it in just a moment. Before we get into all of these ghosts that people claim they see in the you know, experiences they've had with them, let's talk about the history of the road. We've mentioned it briefly here and there, but I really wanted to dive into this in more depth for you. The beginning of the history of this road would start with the ancient Native Americans. There would be a nature-made pathway that they would use as a foot travel path. They would use this path to travel through the woods They would often rest on this path as well and sit down to make tools and weapons. In the early 1800s, they ended up opening a ferry at the bottom of this trail in some of that water. They would begin to use this ferry to carry settlers and travelers across the river to the other side. This is when they hypothesized that this road or trail at this point would have gotten its very first name. But even historians do not know where this name originally came from, and they can't pinpoint exactly when the trail got named. In the 1850s, the Pacific Railroad decided to begin and complete their railroad lines that went through the forest surrounding the Zombie Road. This is when one of the very first rumors about a ghost would be born because the rumor states that in 1876, a woman named Della Hamilton was struck and killed by this train. Now remember her because we're going to get back to her in a little bit. So obviously, this trail started off as a Native American footpath 
which then grew and you know they brought in that railroad track they brought in the ferry and so people began using this more and more so they widened it they laid some gravel down and people started using it back and forth because of this they decided to open a resort of some kind which ran out of money so they had to leave it it's kind of where this trails you know beautiful start started to fall downhill and then you had somebody getting struck by the train on the tracks and then people just started to not use it as much partially because of the abandoned buildings and the stories now about the ghost that haunted the tracks like i said we're gonna get back to her kids began to use this trail as a popular hangout spot and a popular spot to share ghost stories and scary things that happened and that is where the stories of the zombie roads start. Early on, these children would tell each other about the man who had escaped the nearby mental institute. This man was running along this trail to get away and decided to disappear into the woods. And the reason that they knew this was because he had ditched all of his bloody clothing on this trail when he disappeared. Now this man lived out there for a long time and he would hunt people down and murder them because like I said, he was insane. So you really needed to watch out and watch the trees to make sure that this man was not going to pick you to be his next victim. And are you ready to learn where the name The Zombie Road came from? I'm gonna be honest, it was a little bit of a letdown. You know, when you hear zombies, you think about zombies. <laughs> that is not the case here. Another tale that was shared was that a man whose name was Zombie lived in a rundown shack there. This man enjoyed sitting in his shack that was just barely off the trail and watching all of the kids walking up and down. These would be kids that would either be skipping school, they're super late at night, or just going for walks together. Because like I said, this was a trail that most of the time just the kids would hang out on for a while. He decided that he enjoyed watching the younger couples the most and one day took a leap and began to hunt these younger couples down. He would hunt them and he would kill them while they walked by his home on this trail. And this was one of his favorite pastimes. So that was another thing that they started telling everybody on the trail you needed to watch out for. There was a specific shack he lived in. And if he was not in that shack, that meant he was out hunting for young couples. Of course, after these two stories started taking off with the kids, they also started talking about Della. Now we talked about her earlier and she got hit on the railroad tracks. She was the wife of a local judge, and she one day was walking along the road in 1976 when she decided to cross these train tracks without looking. While she crossed, she ended up getting hit by a passing train, and it did kill her. I did want to mention, however, that there are no records, and this could be because it's a little bit of an older story of anybody being hit and killed by a train at this time. She is said to be hunting the area of the train tracks now. This is because this is where she died. 
People will talk about how they will see her walking up and down, how she's angry, she's mad, she throws things at them. Some people talk about how she's just lonely and sits there and watches everybody. But like I said, there is no record of anybody dying at this time near the tracks. And the sightings of her are never a for sure sighting or not. There are always people who just say they saw someone walking along the tracks, but it just looked like a glowing figure and did not have any recognizable features. So there are theories that this could be a ghost, yes, could be people making it up, or that it's not Della at all, and that it's a ghost or trick of light, and that the kids are seeing this and, you know, kind of hooked two things together. There are accidents on this train track, however, a lot of them. So even if Della is not the one that is haunting these tracks, it could be any of the other victims that fell to these tracks. Because over the years that it ran, a lot of people died. A lot of people walked on this track without looking and got hit like Della. Some people died because the track had sharp bends and it would derail the train and kill people inside or near it. These are some of the reasons why this train was discontinued. But like I said, a lot of people died on these tracks or in the train when something happened. So it's not an unreal idea that it could be being haunted by one of the many people that died there. There are some specific theories about a man who was also struck and killed by this train and that it is not Della at all, it is actually this man that is haunting. Some people also believe and have seen both of them haunting these tracks. Now we talked briefly about the home that the man who's named Zombie lived in, but there is another one. It's set off just along the beach area near the very end of the trail. This home is decaying and broken down and abandoned, like I said. Now people have talked about how a woman is living there, or at least the ghost of a woman is living there. She does not like people on the trail. They are interrupting her home time. They are, they just piss her off. And she will sit there and just yell at the people walking down the trail. Sometimes she even is holding and pointing a gun at these people. And this, you guys, will happen in both day and night. She is there all the time. But if people hear the yelling and they decide they want to venture into this decaying home to one, make sure the woman's fine, or two, to be like, honey, what is wrong with you? As they're walking through this home, they will realize that there is not a woman there and that there never was. And they can never find out where all of the shouting came from or where the woman they saw came from. One of the more sad stories is that of a little boy that is seen walking around. He will cross the road, laugh, giggle. People have talked about how he's waved at them. And they believe that this little boy fell into the river and died one day. Whether this was an accident, on purpose, or a murder, they're not sure because the boy's body was never located. But they have seen his spirit in the spot that it is said that he fell and died. But there are some records that reflect a child 
that actually ended up falling rock climbing around the area. This boy would be goofing off with his friends and they would be climbing up the side when he would fall and break his neck. And instead of his friends climbing down and helping him or running off and getting help, they just decided that he was fine and could get out on his own and decided to leave him there till he died. And this boy sat at the bottom of the cliffs alone, dead, for weeks. In that same area, actually, there is cases of teenagers that were also sitting around, sloughing class, and they ended up sniffing some gas. They got too high, and one of these teenagers ended up suffocating, and they also left him there dead for weeks. In this next story, I want to right now say I'm not 100% sure how much truth it has to it. Obviously, all of them are kind of going to be like this. But I've not personally visited Zombie Road yet. I would love to visit it one day. And I just feel like this is kind of a more far out there story. It is said that there is a crushed vehicle that sits on the edge of the creek. The area around this vehicle is severely haunted by the teenagers who died in this accident. The reason I don't believe this 110% is because I feel like it's really weird to leave a vehicle there. Most car crash situations and things like that get cleaned up pretty immediately. So to just leave a crushed vehicle on the side of this creek just feels very strange to me. But once again, I have not visited Zombie Road. I've not seen this. So I'm not sure, you know, if it's there or maybe if there's just some miscommunication in my research and maybe there was a car accident It got crushed. These teenagers haunt this area, but the vehicle is no longer there. Like I said, just wanted to make that very clear. Now, if I swing you back on to the beginning where we talked about those natives, they are also said to be walking around this trail. The natives on the trail, however, are minding their own business. They are said to be seen crossing this trail. They will sit against trees and they will carve tools and rest. Some will sleep. They won't talk to anybody. They don't even acknowledge that anybody's there. They are literally just there walking the trail that they used to walk. There are, like I said, a lot of specific stories and a lot of different reasons why these ghosts are here. People do have a story for almost every single ghost there and something that ended up happening on this road. But a lot of people that end up walking this road, especially during the day, because like I said, it is closed at night, will talk about how they just feel like they're being watched 24-7. They get a really creepy feeling that something is there with them, but they don't see any of these ghosts. Some will also talk about how they will hear footsteps walking or running towards them. Or around them and when they look around because they are alone on the trail there is nobody around to have made those noises I guess people also talk about how if you are alone on that trail and there is nobody else you can hear whispers through the trail from the ghosts and the trees a lot of people will recall overhearing these whispers of witches and demons that live in the forest but the whispers don't come from people They are whispers in the air, like ghosts that are warning people not to travel into the forest. 
People will also talk about how a lot of weird things happen on this trail. Some of them are that vehicles will stall out when they try and take them down the trail. Children will be running through the woods of the trail and then just disappear. People have seen the spirits wandering these trails, screaming at them. They've seen soldiers walking up and down the trails that are not there. There are stories about inhuman things roaming the paved road or walking throughout the forest and eyes staring back at you. There are so many stories about this trail that freak so many people out. It's not a weird fact that people are going to this trail to try and see them themselves. But it's very difficult to see these kind of things, especially during the day. But the zombie road is closed at night to the public. You cannot go on this trail at night. They actually have police officers that patrol the area and the openings of both sides, the entrance and the exit of this trail, to prevent people from entering this trail at night. You will get a huge fine if you are caught trying to get on this trail. I do personally feel like that little fact is very interesting, that it's such a popular road that they've closed it at night. Maybe that's just me, but I do feel like that is a very interesting fact. Like I said at the beginning, the zombie road really didn't start off all that bad. But as soon as people started dying super often on this trail, and as soon as that place was abandoned and all of the structures were left, it almost felt like this trail just kept getting creepier and creepier. And this trail would probably be very unknown still to this day if it wasn't for the mass amount of ghost stories that come from people who have been on this trail. Because now you have thrill seekers and ghost hunters who will go onto this trail to try and get a glimpse of any of these ghosts. This road was known as Zombie Road for the longest time. That was, however, until the sudden increase in popularity. They decided that Zombie Road was not an appropriate name anymore, and they began to call it Rock Hollow Trail. It is now officially paved and opened from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night. Like I said, this does not stop people from going on it after dark, but it is heavily watched and if you are caught on that road after 10 p.m you will get a fine i don't know what i think of this i don't know if i think it's a lot of people who just make up a lot of stories about this road or if maybe zombie road does hold a lot of spirits because there was a lot of accidents that happened it really makes me want to travel to missouri and walk on that road at least while it's open and see the kind of feeling I get from it because I definitely am somebody who believes that you will know if something is haunted or not the moment you step foot on it.
This podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.